Hey, thanks for tuning in to the RetroTubity podcast. Uh, we're getting geeky this week. We like to catch up. It's retro because most of the things that we like now are old. Shockingly, we're getting older. So we've got aliases to protect our families. We've got the Buckshot Laureate, a.k.a. the Humane Suplex Machine. Turbo, uh, a misspent youth who grew up on Power Rangers and Street Fighter. Uh, we like to catch up every, every week or so. Usually we're checking out new stuff, but shockingly, we check out the old stuff that we grew up with. So things you can't talk about with coworkers like wrestling, uh, comic books, uh, video games. Video games are pretty good, but uh, YouTube wormholes of old cartoons. So this is a shame circle and uh, a little bit of enabling. We've got we've got a man on the uh, mend. A little bit. We've a got little a wounded bit. warrior, a grown ass man taking a few days off work. Uh, wait, 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 wait! You didn't introduce yourself. Uh, I'm nobody. I'm the ghost with the toast. Swamp Ninja, the Baron of the Bog. Call me nobody. But, easy to uh, hurt, hard to kill. <laughs> easy to hurt, hard to kill, yes. <laughs> Mr. Ouchie, a.k.a. Mr. Ouchie. Uh, but yeah, we, we're catching up. Usually we kind of revisit things that we saw as a kid, revisit something that we've read. Shockingly, not enough reading. But uh, you're not really helping out the economy. You took a couple days off work, Turbo. How dare you? How dare you the economy i, I bought stuff I was oh, okay there you go that's I bought some stuff. I <laughs> retail some therapy stuff. okay that's good <laughs> but uh yeah no but yeah I, you feeling a bit better oh yeah i feel great now but like okay. uh started sunday night i was like uh just like man i don't i don't, I don't feel right like you you know how you kind of feel like you know, i just felt sluggish and yeah, no, you know feels. normally i would normally i would blame the weed but i didn't smoke so i'm just like this is just feel a little off and then like am i going through withdrawal nah couldn't be you'd be <laughs> but, the first human case exactly and so anyway i was i just wasn't feeling right and then i i went to bed uh yeah i went to bed woke up monday morning and just had a wicked migraine and i'm oh, just no. like nope i'm not i'm like nope no i'm not doing it today so i called out and then you know, hung out Monday. I just pretty much laid in bed, didn't do a whole lot. Uh, like I said, watched some uh, old uh, GI Joe episodes. Uh, yeah, I watched the old uh, episodes on the, uh, the the Monday, and then Tuesday I watched uh, GI Joe, kind of a little more more current, the uh, the Renegade series. And oh, cool. yeah, the, the '80s versions I have more nostalgia for, obviously, because you know I grew up watching them. So, but like you know, it was really hokey some of the some of the episodes like gun ho goes to louisiana and meets his family and you learn how he grew up and just really weird stuff like just kind of these one-off like trying to you know expand upon uh characters that you didn't care about so it was just kind of like watching a couple of those episodes because you know I, why would i watch anything in order i, I was just no. poking around like oh this episode looks good that episode looks good then i'm like Maybe if I watched it in the continuum of like from A to B, <laughs> I might have a little more context. But, you know, you're just laying around. You're just not really paying attention. But then when I was watching, like like I said, I called it the second day. Same thing. Had a wicked migraine. Just wouldn't go away. And then, yeah, just again, laid in bed Monday and Tuesday, watched old episodes of cartoons. Like I was like, like it was Saturday morning or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have know? all Although the cereal was, you want. All the yeah, I, I wasn't eating anything though because I felt like so, I just didn't feel so good, so I wasn't eating a whole lot. But man, it was just like laying around watching cartoons. I'm like, yeah, this is the life. I remember, I <laughs> remember I used to be able to do this all the time, you know, every day. 
Shout out to growing up. Yeah, we dunk on kids being addicted to the internet, but uh, we were addicted to television. So I'm not gonna say, I ain't going to say shit. Um, yeah, but hey, man, more power to you. I'm not going to interrupt, but this is also an era where cartoons were thinly veiled. They had to market the commercial, the toy commercial, as educational. So there was a lesson every day for every G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. What important lessons did you learn about Swamp People or uh, what classic G.I. Joe lessons? <laughs> Sharing, caring, or... I, I remember just the whole. Uh, How'd you get all woke from GI Joe? Yeah, don't don't the the thin ice one. Yeah, I was um, just gonna say that was the one that came to mind for me. I was like, did you learn about uh, not going on thin ice? Not giving him the yeah. stick. Yeah, give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. Oh, I love E Bombs World. It was so good. Um, actually, it's hilarious. We were actually talking about that at work the other day. Um, or like Before the internet turned ago. terrible. Before the internet turned terrible and, 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 you know, you could just watch just nonsense. And we were talking about <laughs> those those uh, parodies of those commercials. Pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> I, like, I, just weird quotes, things that stick out in my brain. My, my weed riddled brain <laughs> that pops out. Probably just the perfect timing of G.I. Joe was old. But and we like we're bombarded with nostalgia now, you know. Right. Obviously, wants to buy stuff, so it was the sweet spot of, you know, adults with a decent internet or young adults with decent internet, and then also like, hey, I remember that thing from 15 years ago, and yeah, the siren song of nostalgia before it's blasted in our face every day. Uh, but tell us about the lessons. Be the lot and the knowledge bringer. What'd you learn from GI Joe cartoons? Well, like I said, the uh, not on thin, uh, don't stay yeah. on thin ice. Uh, okay. You know, don't uh, don't leave yeah, a pan unattended, or your your, your house <laughs> will catch fire. Um, Fair enough. Uh, if you're oh, uh, if you fall off a cliff and you don't know how to swim, I learned how to tread water watching GI Joe. Good. <laughs> uh, Good. Trying to think what else. <laughs> like, oh man, there's so many of them, and they're all just you know like. When you come up to a dog, don't try to pet it. You know, let them get your scent, that sort of Buckshot, thing. Buckshot, yeah. Hey. I uh, know a hilarious. We were at a, well, we were walking by an outside cafe. Uh, you want to tell this story? <laughs> sure. Um, we were walking by uh, an outside cafe, and there was this great big old Burmese mountain dog just chilling there. And I love, sorry, Bernese mountain dog. And uh, I love those dogs. I think they're. Um, they're quite beautiful and uh, and just overall fabulous creatures. So I see the dog and I'm like, oh my God. And I just immediately start petting the dog. And then this little kid walks up beside me and asks the owner, can I pet your dog? And the owner passive aggressively says, yes, you always ask the owner before you pet the dog. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I think that was directed at me. And then I felt bad. It's okay. I was like, what? 33 34 when that happened like, <laughs> you should know better i should have known better i was i was 34 i was in my mid-30s when i learned that you shouldn't just pet a random dog you yeah, should ask the owner first before yeah. you pet the dog you know what we're making progress everybody it's yeah, it's, yeah baby steps <laughs> baby steps Baby steps for uh, somebody in their mid-30s, yes. Hey. Anyway, yeah. back to, no, to Turbo. No the... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, back to your uh, your lessons with Turbo here. Yeah. 
What else I don't have any more lessons. <laughs> there are just so many of them. And I didn't watch that many episodes. I think I did come in and out of consciousness a few times. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whereas watching episodes, but was I really watching them? Probably not. Um, but yeah, like I, that's what I did Monday and Tuesday. And then, you know, back to the grind, went back to work and did the, the Wednesday to Friday. And yeah, I've been watching a lot of like, man, I've been watching some weird stuff. Like, I find myself when I'm at night, I'm like bored and, you know, everyone goes to bed early here around 9, 30, 10. And I'm, I'm kind of, I don't go to bed till at least midnight. And then I'll, fall, sometimes I'll just fall asleep on the couch and not wake up till three and then go to bed. <laughs> so, but oh, wow. uh, Classic bad, dad behavior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're going there, you know, everyone's in bed and I'm going to watch something. And I've been watching this stupid documentary series. Welcome to Wrexham. Okay. Oh, is team. that the... The, yeah, the Ryan, football team that uh, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds bought. Owns. Yeah, yeah. So I watched that, and it, I mean, like the episodes are only between, you know, some some episodes are only twenty eight minutes long, some are forty five. Especially like when it's more like geared towards if they're going to if they're going to win, if they're going to get out of the relegation, all that type of stuff. It's like in all honesty, I knew nothing about soccer, so I didn't care. I was just watching the interactions of. Ryan Reynolds and the other guy, um, McEnany. I'm trying to remember his name. The oh, guy from uh, yeah. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm trying yeah. to remember his name. So anyway, he's, a, he's the showrunner. Yeah, Rob. Anyway, and then like how the community just kind of accepted these two Americans that bought their football team. And, Ryan like, Reynolds is Canadian. Weird. Right, sorry. The Canadian slash American and then the American. He's a dual citizen now. Yeah, well, he he probably lives in the states at this point, but yeah, he was uh, he's originally from. I didn't Vancouver. realize I, I didn't realize he's worth like a, a billion dollars now. How? Oh uh, wait, he, yeah, he started that that cheap mobile phone company and he sold it. He he made a pretty penny on that. Didn't he have yeah, a gin or a vodka as well? Uh, yeah, gin. It's gin. Yeah. Aviator gin. He sold that for like almost like almost a billion. And then he yeah, has that his, explains uh, why he's trying to buy all those sports teams because he's trying to buy the Senators too, right? He's yeah, he's working trying to work out a deal where some him and someone else are going in on the Senators. Yeah, he's trying to get Snoop Dogg to do it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, That's why cool. not? Why yeah, not why not? Big money. Why not? Need some money. That's it. We need another Canadian. We need another Canadian uh, hockey team anyway. Sure, more hockey the better. More soccer where the better. Where would we as well. put it though? I guess the Maritimes uh, could use one. Halifax? Yeah, that'd Halifax, be Halifax, Nova Scotia. And that's <laughs> like Charlotte. But, and that's, like, yeah, that's, I'm not, yeah, that's I'm not good with like geography, so I'm just like, where else would we put it? Like, I mean, Quebec would be a really great team to have. Like the Quebec Nordique and Montreal Canadiens have that rivalry again. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Or even Hamilton. I would imagine a lot of people, especially if people are priced out of Leafs games, they might go to Hamilton and watch hockey there, right? I never so did I, understand the whole pricing people out of a hockey game. It's just so oh, weird. It's, it, it's so important. <laughs> it, As residents well, of the six, yeah. It's, uh... Yeah. <laughs> the problem is that there's people who are willing to buy it. So there's no – like if they, if they made ticket prices so high and people were like, fuck that shit, and the stands were completely empty, then they would do like they do with the Blue Jays every so often and say like, Three dollar tickets, or I remember there was a day it was like free Blue Jays game day, and they couldn't even get the the Skydome uh, or the Rogers Center filled. 
So, um, so yeah, but the, because the raptors and um, the, the leaps, people will pay those exorbitant prices for tickets, they, they continue to get away with it. So, I mean, if we want the prices to go down, we unfortunately, we have to stop going in order for them to be like, okay, fine, this, we need to, we need to price this a bit more reasonably, but. We could have another team. I mean, what's your average, has, what's okay. your average ticket go for? Hundreds. Like, hundreds. Yeah. hundreds even the cheapest tickets, even the cheapest tickets, I think they go as low as like $75. Like you just, that's the nose yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, buddy, last time the Raptors were playing, I mean, obviously before, but it's like, yeah, I went out and then obviously you do your pre-drink at a sports bar. Then you go and buy, you know, $20 right. beers. And it's like, him and his buddy's like, That's the other place, like $400 yeah. for the, for the night. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, we could go to, yeah. we could go to Turkey or, or somewhere for that. Right. That's what's ridiculous about it. Like, especially if you go with like, and you pay for all the extras, the beers, the hot dogs, the treats or whatever, you want to get a souvenir because you went to commemorate the night you went to the game, like all of it, it's like it ends up costing you, especially if you're a family, it could be in the thousands of dollars. Yeah, That's like we, we used to we used to go uh, to the basketball games here. Like we have a, a like I wouldn't say, a, a, I guess a minor league of basketball, like the third relegated team, like before you get even to the farm league type team, the, right. uh, the Island Storm, it's basketball. We used to go to the games. It wasn't exorbitantly priced, but I mean, even still, like a ticket for that was twenty-five bucks. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's PEI and it's right. basketball. Like this isn't something that's like you know, like oh, like it's, the it's OHL still not ingrained. Or, yeah, yeah, it's not like it's not like oh my god, this is great basketball. Like these guys are like, you know what I mean? Like they're not the greatest basketball players in the world. Right. Um. And and what and you know you're 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 watching you're watching somewhat of like a like a semi pro league is what you're really watching, but like twenty five thirty dollars for those tickets and you're just too much. like, it's a little too much. But then you know they'll have their sales on where they'll do seventeen dollars a ticket or buy a family uh, buy a uh, pack of four for you know fifty bucks or something like that. And that's usually when we would go to the game. So you know it was a nice way to get the kids out of the house. They right. were into basketball. You know, honestly, just like screaming defense, right? Yeah, they're for really sure. young at that point in time, so it wasn't but too yeah. bad. Like, it was more for me and Lindsay to go. We could watch something other than like fucking Bluey or Blues Clues on television. Right. <laughs> You're desperate at this point. Yeah, well, it was like let's just take it to a basketball game and let's just screaming. get out of the house. No, it, yeah, it ranges from stuff. ranges from city to city. Like when we were in Boston last time, the the Raptors oh, yeah. were playing, and we found out how like it would have been like three hundred dollars to go see. But on the flip side, you know, we caught a cheap basketball game in, in, in New Orleans, and it was twelve dollars right. for cheap seats, right. and they were totally fine. So it was just city to city, you know, fancy city. I was actually going to ask Arminal you guys: Lake. Are you guys going to go see the former Forbidden Door too? Since it's up your your area. Mm -hmm. I, w I would have, but unfortunately, there's a very important family uh, get-together that weekend oh. that I can't miss. Um, if, if it wasn't for that, I would have absolutely been trying to get tickets. And I, I would have gone for sure, but I would have uh, not been buying any bells and whistles, though. I'd just be going there to, to watch the show. So. No meet and greet. No, uh, no, yeah, no meet and greet, no, uh, no $9, $12 beers, no, uh, crappy hot dogs or anything like that. <laughs> I would just be going there, 
um, with my mask on, screaming inside my heart yep. and uh, enjoying the show. Watching Maybe, all the uh, marks mark out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. Apparently, you have to be prepared for the smell. Yes. Like, I've heard that, like, n- n- wrestling crowds are notorious for smelling awful. So, <laughs> as someone who's been to a horror conventions and comic book uh, conventions, I can confirm. Oh, so, wow. After a while. Yeah. After a while. Yeah. They yeah. don't, uh, yeah. some, some of them, uh, neckbeards are just like to, uh, stew in their own juices for a few weeks before, and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, you know, they're there. They can be there for a long time. And AEW events are like six. You get banged for your buck for sure. Not just the new buck, the the young bucks finisher. But yeah, it's tough. A lot of people, you know, athleisure wear, quick dry is good. A little right. spritz, you know, get in there. You know. <laughs> take that, well, I, that, I just take that rag sorry. on a stick and screw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't You're know. For one. When I go like on like Reddit and all that, like I, it's it's apparently like a thing that like young the younger generation, uh, men in particular, yeah. um, hygiene is not something that is um imp- that is uh, impressed upon them. Oh, and, see, here's uh, the thing. Yeah, as as a, as a parent of a teenage boy, right? <laughs> as a sweaty, greasy teenage boy, and as as a, a sweaty teenage boy. I wasn't like that when I was a teenager. Like I, I showered at, like at least three times a week if I was like funky. But like right. these kids that don't shower for like a couple, like they go to they wake up on Sunday and like you know they don't go till next Sunday. They they'll go a full week without bathing. Oh wow! Like, Whoa, dude! Like it's ripe. Have you brushed oh. your chicklets? Oh no! I can why? Because I can smell you and we're four feet away. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, it's to, you just got to remind them because, well, the thing is, is a lot of it is they just they get so dialed into what they're doing. Like, right. You know, my young fellow sitting there like when he comes here for the weekends, like he'll come home for he came home Friday night and right. he sat down. We, we had to like he was chatting with his mom and stuff for a bit. And then he right upstairs, um, he got his graduation gift. So he has a new Xbox Series S. Oh, wow. Nice. nice. So. So yeah, so he, he he got that, and so he had wanted to set it up. So I guarantee you, he was up all night yeah. playing with that. And then, you know, it's what is it, one o'clock, almost two o'clock here, and I guarantee you, he's still probably sleeping. <laughs> so he's 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 up all night, and so like he's he's unsupervised at night, right? So he's not right. going to have a shower or anything. He's right. going to get up, eat food sit in his funk and, and play video games. And then, you know, I'll walk in on Sunday when he when it's Sunday morning and be like, hey, did you uh, leave this room at all? <laughs> and, and he'll be like, oh, I got some food. Yeah, I mean, then made coffee. But yeah, it's like just typical gamer gamer bullshit, man. It's hilarious. I just look at it and go, ah, I, I can't say anything. I was like that. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, uh, okay, but what, what made you go like, okay, I need to shower at least like every other day. Sports. Oh, it was, yeah. Well, I, I had to, I, I played basketball. So, and then I did that. I knew I had to be around other people. So I was like right. aware of that. So I was just like, but like some Sports, kids just don't part-time get, job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well that too. I'd had a part-time job. Yeah. So you know you had to you had to see people and you had to be in public so you didn't want to look like a complete skid. <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's still the judgment of others. So yeah. 
I think that's what, what it is. It's like no kids really get together and hang out anymore. Everything's done online. So I think right. that's why it's as bad as it is because they're like, well, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. What does it matter? I'm sitting in my room. <laughs> like, I'm just, if I go, you know, if he's going out, he'll be like, oh, I should probably shower before I go to dinner. I'm like, yeah, you probably right. should. Like, that's yeah. Like, right? Before you're like a walking biohazard. So he, uh, he does have the wherewithal, but it's like, yeah. he knows that. No, I'm not doing like. If you're just vibing at home. Yeah. If you, if, you know, it's a long weekend, like. We're off Monday, so it's just oh, like good. I'll probably stew in my juices for two days, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. just feel greasy. Like after, if like for me, it's at the bare minimum every other day because by like for example, I showered Thursday night, but today like I put my hair up in a ponytail, and I was like, oof, this is greasy. I'm gonna have to shower at some point today. Like I just I I as far as like my comfort comfort level is I just kind of go like oh okay or even sometimes I smell myself like especially in the summertime <laughs> I'll, I'll just be like oh oof like pit yeah check. I need I it's time for me to to shave my pits and and uh freshen up like I just and and I feel embarrassed like oh if I could smell myself what are other people smelling right I don't know but yeah I guess if you're not going out um like for me, yeah, I have to go into the office three days a week, and so I don't want my coworkers to be like, "Oof, Andre's really let herself go." She's the dirty terrible. kid at school, yeah. yeah I was yeah. friends with a kid in elementary who was sent home because they were too dirty and they smelled. So essentially, pig pen from uh, oh. Charlie Brown. <laughs> like he was sent home from school. Like, y'all, this kid's too nasty, too nasty for school. Yeah, yeah. Gotta send him home. And I so. mean, back when we went to school, that was. <laughs> That was that probably was, a lot worse was, than what it is now. Was, yeah, yeah. Nice guy, but yeah, dirty as fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and for and to be, to be fair, for folks, not to, you know, we're, we're we're mildly dunking, but yeah, for horror conventions and and comic book conventions, it's usually they're stuck waiting outside in the blazing sun right. for like forty five minutes to an hour, or even longer if they weren't smart and got uh, pre-sale tickets so they, they they have to cook let them cook so to speak and then they go in and you're just jam-packed in a, a mass of humanity so and then if you dress well, that, up you know like trigun or you know a digimon <laughs> then you're all set you know it's just just layering upon layering that's why they, the girls wear the i think that's why the girls wear the skimpy stuff because they it's less it's less heat <laughs> Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's not about uh, yeah, drooling perverts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that at all. It's more like yeah. I just don't want to fucking die of heat exhaustion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Craft, craft yeah. foam doesn't breathe very well. Shockingly, yeah. <laughs> you save oh. some deal, yeah. But you're yeah. in tune. Some guy has a block of insulation. Stuff. Yeah, terrible. This Gundam. <laughs> Where's the the sweat port? And it's just. <laughs> A little faucet like when you have to clean Are, out a trombone or a something like that terrible a spit guard Ugh. body oh. horror with your hosts <laughs> so all this to say that yes I, I i have been prepared about the stink of of wrestling fans if I yes I was, I was telling a swamp ninja yesterday actually i don't know it smells what the, good for a swamp creature yeah yeah you know it smells great um i go for no neutral smell so animals can't track me that's the lesson yes don't smell which like is anything. Yeah, it's a it's smart. Um, but um, but yeah, like yesterday, I was saying something along the lines of like, 
um, what was I? Oh, no, we were talking about the possibility of going to like viewing parties for like double or nothing or something. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, it's I don't a- need to make friends with wrestling fans it's okay and then i said something to the effect of like i want people to like learn that i watch wrestling and be shocked by it and not go yeah that looks about right you know (laughs) the golden era you guys were talking last week about going to a bar this is definitely something from the before times and uh, in watching wrestling now just in general because wrestling really wasn't that popular anymore to go to warrant going to a bar you know right and and watching it and they put it on the big screen because you know it's wrestling just fell out of favor so it was really cool to see a lot of the bars sports bars here having like yeah 10 5 10 bucks you can come and watch the pay-per-view at our bar and obviously you know yeah get hammered and get some some nachos so definitely some 90s vibes definitely so you're saying there was bars uh, downtown that you saw that were showing the the pay-per-views? They they have been advertised, yeah, yeah. This this week, the come so advertised just some street posters of different bars. So, oh cool, for yeah. For what for double or nothing or yes. Oh great, which is really weird because yeah, usually for the longest time it was a a WWF W I should say WWE concept, you know. Right. But uh, yeah, no AEW pay per views. Just you know, go to your your favorite bar, and give them a couple bucks, and uh, obviously, nice. you know, they will uh, order the pay per view and slap it on the big screens. Cool. I don't yeah. know. I feel like the the if you're a cool kid and you watch wrestling, then you're probably an AEW fan. What do you think, Turbo? Do you think uh, if oh, the I'm cool... definitely the cool kid? I'm definitely the cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cool man. Okay. I'm a 45 year old man right now who's standing in front of his toy shelf, posing figures while talking about wrestling. What'd you have breakfast, champ? Cool. Did you have a can of Coke? Um, no, I actually uh, had a peanut butter English muffin and a banana. There that we go. Oh, that sounds good. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I no meat mornings. Good man. <laughs> good. Good. Was it the was the peanut butter nutty? Yeah, it was regular peanut butter. I don't do. Uh, I can't do almond butter. I wish I could. I just. I don't like the taste. No, Extra chunky nuts? peanut butter. Are you a chunky boy or a, a smooth boy? I'm either, but they only buy smooth in the house because no one really likes chunky peanut butter. Other than uh, that, so. too much work. This is no point. This is no point. No. <laughs> you yeah. can buy your own peanut butter. I can this... if I wanted to. Yes, I could. I could do. I could do that. This um, is a chunky just, peanut butter household here. Sorry. There's nothing wrong with chunky. I like chunky peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Make, like, sorry. <laughs> I love peanut butter. I'm sorry. Anyways, go on. Do you make peanut butter cookies? Oh. Uh, I have made them in the past with brown sugar, and they're very, they were very good. I mean, it was chunky peanut butter and brown sugar. Um, and uh, I, I have to say, I was like, oh wow, like that was pretty good for a recipe that I found on the the back of a jar of craft peanut butter. So. Yeah, and uh, my, my daughter, she makes cookies all the time, and she does uh, oh, peanut nice. butter chocolate chip. Oh, oh that's going to be your downside. So dang- it's so dangerous when I get elevated because it's yeah. like there's 30 oh, cookies there, and I'm like, I could dummy 15 right now. Sure. <laughs> your family <laughs> isn't poisoning you with arsenic. They're just poisoning you with cookies, and then yeah, get that like, yeah. You're going to get the sugar. Yeah. yeah I, got, I got the BDs for sure, probably. Yeah. I'll be well, What a way to get it. One Coke of my zero. cats has Switch the, the sugar. Sorry. Yes, we're here for boys. 
Well, yeah, one of my cats has diabetes. He has to get insulin now every morning, every night after he eats. Oh. Uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he was, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what caused it, but apparently it's relatively common because I've, I've like been catching up with friends and saying like, yeah, one of my cats have diabetes now. And they're all like, oh, I grew up, one of my cats growing up had diabetes and he lived to 24 as long as you take good care of him. He'll be, uh, he'll be okay. It's fine. So, so it's just, but yeah, like a surprising number of people have told me like, oh yeah, I had a cat with diabetes once. And I was just like, oh, okay. I guess it's a common thing for cats to get diabetes, uh, in their old age. So not unlike us human beings at this (laughs) point in time with our, our, our nutritious uh, North American diet that, uh, that we are all eating from. So Yes. I can't really, like me, I eat horrible. I know that. But like my wife and my daughter, they are like eating ramen and kimchi and pork belly. And they're doing all that Korean stuff now. So they're, they're sure. really into it. I'm like, not so much. I, I tried ramen. I don't like the texture of the noodle. I wish I could get into it. It tasted fine. It was just like more of a, I don't really like the way this feels in my mouth type of thing. <laughs> I'm yeah, not saying sorry. anything about that. All right. <laughs> but yeah, big, big, uh, big texture. Big texture is a, a problem for some people. Yeah, no, I get that too. Anything that's and like any anything that is kind of slimy. So like if it's wet but thick, like I... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's thick. <laughs> uh that that bothers me uh fair enough <laughs> fair. <laughs> no your limits i meant liquid uh, hey, anyway, i'm not bad. helping i'm not helping all right moving on we uh, don't talk to people on a regular basis yeah <laughs> um that's uh, uh, swamp ninja we've been uh, catching up on some childhood nostalgia as well yes. uh, in movie our favorite segment lately. called the topic change you're absolutely yeah, yeah. right we have revisited a few <laughs> things some some new some old uh, uh old gremlins 2 and last night as of a super shady streaming site hot shots so how 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 have those aged for you buckshot um gremlins okay so in both cases um i think it was maybe a common trope in the early 90s that um if you're doing a comedy movie that all the characters are like like have an iq of like 17 combined like Dumber in both shit. movie both movies every single person is just completely moronic and idiotic and it's just like how do these people function how do they uh, communicate of like we've got a little gremlin monster like don't get them wet that should be pretty yeah. prominent right and like what was interesting to note too like the mall was opened after midnight like the thing with the gremlins is you can't feed them after midnight or else they turn into gremlins. Uh, sorry, you can't feed mogwais after midnight or else they turn into gremlins, right? Yes. That's Same that's the me, rule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at one point in time, like there's this like uh, like Sunday stand where um, where um, people are ice getting ice cream. And the grem the mogwais are in there and they're all like, we're gonna eat all this candy and uh, the the mall freaks out because oh my god there's rats in the in the Sunday bar, um, but I'm like but if if they eat now that means it's after midnight why is the mall open after midnight like and like it was bopping full Sounds of like people 
Yeah, it was really strange. Um, but uh, overall, uh, yeah, that movie was bananas. Um, I, I think Mogwai's uh, Gizmo particular are adorable. Uh, so that uh, spoke to me. Um, but yeah, it was just sort of trying to um, imagine a world where everybody is just so stupid. And I was just like, is this idiocracy? Like, it was kind of bananas. Um, but same thing with Hot Shots last night. It was just so many... And I can't believe... Because the thing with those military movies, if you have any sort of, like, uh, American military movie, oftentimes the military is involved to make sure that, like, you know, you, you adequately... Uh, uh, propagandize it. I don't know if that was a common thing at that point in time, but I feel like that started in the eighties. Um, but like they really made the, the, the air force seem really dumb. Like they, they put a guy who clearly was blind behind the wheels of a plane. Like that made no sense. And then the Lloyd Bridges character. Now the Lloyd Bridges character was amazingly stupid and he made He's me laugh. Aged the best his role his his performance yeah. probably aged the best he was he yeah. was he was batting a hundred or is it a thousand yeah. or like the the idiotic things that came out of his mouth and he said them with all sincerity and like straight face like straight man kind of business uh that was definitely the the highlight of the movie for me for sure um but yeah of course it was the early 90s so there's a lot of like culturally insensitive things about like middle eastern people of course but some um, handled some handled well and then there's like some completely the ball like not just dropped right. but just slammed on the ground yeah it's funny of like yeah 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 no no this is a fun bit like oh yeah yeah we just we're tone deaf on this one aspect this one right no. yeah it's always kind of impressive to watch an old movie that was just like oh wow that was like surprisingly progressive oh gremlins at one point like the beginning of the movie uh gizmo is in like some Chinatown, like, uh, like shop store. of curiosities, Sherpa, shop of curiosities. And the guy uh, who owns the shop is holding out from a big developer. He doesn't want to sell so that they can build their huge, like mega complex there. Um, and the, of course the, the developers are like these sleazy evil guys. And it was just like, wow, did this movie like inform my, uh, anti-capitalist sentiment as a seven year old? Is this where it stems from? Um, but, uh, but yeah, overall both movies, like, yeah, I go into it knowing, yeah, this is a product of its time. It's definitely, uh, feels like the early nineties, but, uh, there's still some, uh, some things that are um amusing uh so give them watch if they were childhood movies of yours um not age the best but uh but still uh, has its moments so recommend That's awesome. yeah, yeah no i enjoyed gremlins too immensely because it was just madness it was just yeah nonsense on the screen did they I ever acknowledge how many people got killed <laughs> not really right like like i remember were the ending killed? of the movie was so happy they're like everyone's like yeah this is great like when he was dressed as rambo and they're going to make an action figure of him he's like I no have he oh yeah i, I figured that was a did. long con of I a have, movie from yeah. the 80s and you buy an action figure like yeah but yeah i have rambo gizmo on my on my bookshelf right now so Anyways, like it was just kind of like you, you know but like hundreds of hundreds of people died in like accidents but everyone's right. all just like yeah shucks of what a weird week this was, or <laughs> whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. band was. It was just like, oh, this is—it's all good now. We got rid of them. We captured them all. They're all dead. Yay! 
<laughs> but I think at the end of the movie, ultimately, it, it's not, isn't it kind of an ambiguous ending where it's possible that the gremlins did make it out of the building? And uh, like, am I remembering correctly, Swamp Ninja? Um, the gargoyle one got out, but he was turned solid. So oh. I think, I think it's safe, the safe, but I mean, they'll always, all I have to do is, you know, have someone spit on, um, Gizmo and Gizmo. all of a sudden you've got a nightmare monster. So. Oh no, wait, they did, they did kill all of them, but, um, the, the, sexy the one, one lady, the As one the sexy term, like, lady loosely. one. Yeah. And, um, the guy that she basically sexually harasses during the entire movie, he in and he's all like he oh whatever gremlin. now that i've like, now that you've like worn me down yeah you are pretty sexy you little gremlin and then he <laughs> he, he bones the he willfully bones the 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 one they made love gremlin. okay they made love <laughs> <laughs> hands embraced yeah hands and hands yeah um that's a nightmare so yeah so there's some sort of gremlin ad exec um, building manager hybrid so yeah did you see the new uh on hbo the animated one yeah called uh was it mogwai or no they're calling it gremlins they're calling it gremlins oh yeah no i was not aware of this yeah nothing old will be sacred yes exactly it's basically like they're making a whole new uh like universe of what happened with gizmo and you know the whole mythos of of the gremlins are the like these they're they're uh, like ancient uh, <clears throat> uh, Chinese medieval stories, and then you know you find out they're real, and then there's this emperor who wants to use the gremlins to take over the world. It's it's like it's GI Joe with uh, gremlins and Mogwai, because like they're nice. apparently Mogwai were like in the there's villager like there's a village of Mogwai and like oh, I want to go there. <laughs> it's not. It's not real. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not real. It's real to me. No, yeah, there's a wrestling call back. <laughs> Still to me, damn it. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, oh, yeah. so so gremlins are back too. Gremlins are going to be coming back. You're going to probably see some new figures, some new uh, some new uh, plastic to purchase after the show gets uh, nice. on its feet. So yeah, there's that. When's um, Alf coming back? Alf's never coming back. What? Have you have you tried to go back and watch Alf? It is horrendous. It's a horrendous <laughs> television show. You so want to about our story <laughs> with Alf? What do you mean, Gort? No, uh, the 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 how you watched it in the video. Oh yeah, so like a few years ago, um, Swamp Ninja sends me a link. And it's a video and it's like, what you things you didn't know about Alf. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm kind of confused. Like, why would he send this to me? And so I opened the video. It's a YouTube video. It's 13 minutes long. Cause normally Swamp Ninja, if he sends me these little links, it's just like a, a little, you know, two minute max kind of thing. And I usually send uh, bangers. Let's be honest. Exactly. Um, I had to tell him not to send me videos of people of, of what I believe are people possibly dying. Um, but for the most part, yes, not they the are bangers. One. Um, but, um, so he sends me this video and it's like, things you didn't know about Alf and it's 13 minutes long. I was like, yo, it's 13 minutes long. He's like, yeah, it's Alf. And I'm like, fine. So I watched this video and then I start going on about like, Hey, I didn't know Alf was super popular in Germany and that he had his own like 
Oompa Band music record that came out that was like a top 10 hit in, on the German charts. And then Swamp Ninja's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, it's in the video you sent me. And he's like, oh, I didn't watch that video. It's 13 minutes long. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, well, why it's did you long. send it to me? So oh, I, yeah. I could watch it and give you a summary because you wanted to know weird facts about ALF but didn't want to watch the 13-minute video. So you made me watch it. Yeah, just like I got Turbo to watch Serbian Tale. I never watched it. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> you horrible person. Dude. I was like, hey, you should check this out. I'm like, okay. And, and then and I was, was traumatized it... forever. <laughs> oh, better you than me. But yeah, I'm watching it right now. Things you didn't know about Elf. So <laughs> you learned some good things. The puppet, the creation. Yeah. Oh, and how the main actor hated Elf. <laughs> like the like the puppet or the actor who played no 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 the main the the main live action character who played the dad in the family like he Willie. hated Willie. alf because he thought he was going to be the star of the show but everybody watched alf for alf i'm sorry this guy's so. an idiot i'm sorry yeah clearly i mean the show is called alf yeah so not willie yeah anyway Terrible. The show called willie yeah um we also uh not uh, just uh, nostalgia shows uh, nostalgia movies we also watched the latest evil dead movie what did you think of that swamp ninja um pretty good i i preferred the previous entry as opposed to evil dead rise and uh so fair fair um, what's what's the story i haven't i haven't seen it yet but like what's what's the whole is it taking place after the first Evil Dead? It remake? is taking place. It's in it's in current uh, modern times. So okay. it is not the so Evil Dead folks. If you haven't uh, caught any of them in the past, usually people find uh, by hook or by crook an ancient book clad in human flesh that helps you either resurrect the dead, uh, summon demons, open portals. You know, the usual stuff you'll find at your library. But uh, um, uh, so in this case, instead of a cabin in the woods in the 80s, this is some folks find a book in, uh, in more of an apartment complex. So you have instead of people being isolated in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the woods, in the cabin, they're isolated in because they live in like in a dilapidated apartment building like high rise. So it's the, uh, the family dealing with, uh, and a relatively young family dealing with one of their family members, the mother being uh, possessed by a Kandarian demon and their struggles to stay alive and to get help. So much like in the Evil Dead where the bridge was, in this case, the elevator is there because of an earthquake. So um, no, I'm, I'm happy that it got made kind of unremarkable in some ways, but totally, totally serviceable. It's not going to go down in the annals of history as a, as a classic, but they, uh, they did some fun stuff. It just felt like a lot of the callbacks that they did seemed unnecessarily forced. But, but oh, yeah, if you want to watch someone vomit blood and obviously demons. So, you know. Yeah, there's decent gore in it, that's for sure. For sure. So it's not the same book. So the idea of like, of course, if, you know, you could, you know, you, you have a book that uh, on the Necronomicon. So this is a similar book. It's a different book, but the same. So the idea is like, oh, how many of these books are out there? So they just get discovered through different points of history. So that's a fun idea. Like if there's that type of problem with evil, it shouldn't just be one and done. There's going to be bad people 
making like, hey, this is how I, you know, make a terrible centipede monster. So it all depends on when you can get the books. So, so yeah, so check it out. But you know, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna change your life. The yeah. Dungeons and Dragons movie was far more impressive and far more fun. So we definitely recommend yeah. that one. The Dungeons and Dragons movie has two scenes in particular that I made me laugh so hard that I was like, okay, I have to use the bathroom or else I'm going to piss my pants. And actually (laughs) rewind. I don't know how many times you've gone back and rewound a movie. Yes, that's true. We both scenes. I was like, I need to see that again, and uh, we rewound it and rewatched it. it. Slash gory or just funny? It's not gory. Uh, It's it's, uh, legitimately funny. They were very smart to frame it around. It's more like a heist, like a bank heist. Like, oh, they've got to get into you know, a building and steal something. So, so they Ocean Eleven this. They, they absolutely Ocean Eleven it. There's a team of people with, the, with their, their special talents. And, okay. uh, you know, the odds are against them. Things don't work. They come up with backup plans. And exactly. I, it's been a million years since I watched the, the, uh, the previous Dungeons & Dragons movie, but that was from a first-time director. And I feel like they tried to cram everything in. So in this case, like, don't try and cram in, you know eight-headed dragons and lava people they're pretty sparingly on the fantasy fantasy stuff it's a, yeah, a fair balance it's a fair balance don't warcraft it yeah um, don't warcraft it yeah keep it tight i mean evil dead was good it was a solid 90 minutes and uh dungeons and dragons wasn't it was, it seems, it was long but it didn't seem like it yeah it was a fun movie um and like i'm not a fan of fantasy stuff like i'm really not a fan of that kind of shit <laughs> Um, but I saw the trailer for it and it seemed like, oh, okay, this looks like a romp. Maybe well, I'll give it a shot. Why not? And um, so, yeah, the other night or a few weeks ago, it was our Friday night movie night. We're like, oh, okay, let's give it a watch. And um, we, uh, we you were, were enhanced both... as well. You did. Yes, have... I was. I was enhanced for all these movies that we were <laughs> talking about here. Um, but yeah, that one was a, a good, uh, a good movie to watch uh, enhanced for sure. And now you're a big Cobalt fan. Now you're just super fantasy. Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. I just like goblins. Um, okay. <laughs> just like horrible little creatures. Little guys. Well, no, it's because um, on Jeopardy this week or last week, I don't remember, but they, um, the, the question was like, this element of the periodic table is named after uh, a German gremlin. Or no, not German gremlin, a German goblin. And then the answer was cobalt. And I was just like, wait, what? So I like Googled it. And like, lo and behold, when they discovered the element of cobalt, um, they were like, oh, okay, let's name it after, a, what is it, a, a cobalt or gobalt? Yep. You, you can pronounce it properly, no, uh, Swamp Ninja. There's people on the internet. Cobalt. Yes. Turbo can say it, yes. Yes. And so I was just like, wait, what? That's my new favorite element. It's named after a goblin. So <laughs> so I, I don't like fantasy stuff. I like goblins. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you love Labyrinth. Uh, I did like it when I was a child. See, that might be another movie. Uh, we should check out uh, Swamp Ninja. How did that age? Because that was a childhood movie of mine. Um, but sure. I haven't watched it since. So I was a, I was a Jim Henson kid, creature kid. So yeah. Yeah. Practical effects, always yeah. always a, a fun thing to watch. Absolutely. The bug of eternal stench. That's all I remember really from that, uh, <laughs> that movie. <laughs> Later known as a wrestling event, yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice um, call. 
Hey, man. Uh, but yeah, for recommendations, definitely throw on uh, Dungeons & Dragons. It'll make you want to play some video games. or, And then as a plan B will be uh, Evil Dead Rise. So when, you know, you just want to watch something spooky. Um, for folks, actually, folks, if they did enjoy yeah. Evil Dead Rise uh, and you like the, uh, the concept of modern urban horror, uh, go check out some other films as well. There's Wreck, the Spanish film that takes place in a, an apartment complex. Very claustrophobic, very fun, very nice, very evil. And alternatively, Demons 2, if you want some late 80s, early 90s nonsense. You have a link here for that, uh, that monster movie. Was it called Monster or Tank? The tank, that's what it's called. Tank, yeah. You know what? I, I was perusing that one. Like, this is a New Zealand one. So I have not. It's always. I send a list. I'm like, oh, these are the things that I'm going to watch this week. Do I particularly watch all of them? No. But it's on my list because it is a uh, practical effect. So it's probably going to be somebody in a suit. And uh, I am always down for that. I'm pretty sure it is a New Zealand film. Uh, essentially a family, uh, not necessarily inherits, but they go back, uh, a, a man has inherited some land. So they go back to try and, you know, start a life on this land that they've inherited and the land has a dark curse. So it is not necessarily the, the monster is shaped like a tank, but there is a giant tank under the property of water. So that has creatures living that has creepy crawlies. Yeah. So, again, the popular radar because practical effects, you know, you know, either a person in a suit or some puppets and uh, and stuff like that. It's on the mix. It'll probably be a lazy, a lazy Sunday morning review. So or or, or viewing, I shall see. Yeah. So, yeah, throw a stick a skinny person in a suit. It's good. (laughs) That's why we like Power Rangers. Big rubber monsters. Uh, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God! Vulcan, everything, Speederman, tons of stuff. So, yeah, so it's on the it's on the list. Um, any actually stuff within this that came out this year that you watched, or are you just kind of going through fever dreams of of eighties? Uh, fever dreams of eighties right now, just because nice. of, you know all <laughs> yeah. the uh, bullshit I'm buying. I just man, oh, I've no. a lot yes. about, like the comic books, man, is where it gets me. I get I get a little enhanced and read some comic books and then it's just like i'll go down the rabbit hole of oh i'm watching these videos of the the comics that i haven't read and then i'm like oh maybe i should just maybe i'll try to find them somewhere and maybe pick up a couple or you know if i can find a rom of it or or download i'll do it that way but uh yeah i've been i've been perusing like comic books like mad so like as you said i've been i've been reading the uh, uk transformers there's been some interesting developments there that, you know, Teletran 1 is now called Ark, but the computer is Auntie, and it's frightening. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it's like this big, like, Karen head, as I call it. Yes, Robo Karen. It looks like a Karen, like a digital Karen. Like if you were going like to make the, a... Like the blonde haircut and everything? Yeah, the... it kind of has that oh, okay. weird haircut bob to it, and I'm just like... right, right. right. Just, the, uh, just, the, the, the 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 low key, care, uh, Rachel from Friends. Yeah. Without the yeah. long part, yeah, it's just the front part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just a weird weird representation on a, in a comic book that, 
like a, a computer is called auntie so it's very i i, I want to say it seems very english i guess you know like right okay. making the, they're making the female computer of like a kind of like a mother-like figure so they call it auntie but like it's it's very strange. I was re I was reading it. and I'm just like this doesn't this doesn't compute for me. Like teletransmitted <laughs> in the air. Damn it. I like the um, cover introducing Auntie, a force to be reckoned with. And it's just <laughs> yeah. this big head, and then yeah, Optimus and uh, Megatron are like, oh god, no, all men. <laughs> it's, it's it's so weird. Anyway, so I've been reading that, so that makes me go and just watch Transformers cartoons. Like I watched a couple episodes of Transformers the other night, where I was uh, watching like st the one of my favorite uh, episodes of Transformers is Starscream's Brigade, where they introduce the Combaticons and they Bruticus the Combiner. It's one of my favorite toys that I never had growing up. So that's a Grail if I could ever find one for you know cheap. Shadow <laughs> Two Phrase. That's my favorite toy that I never had. Shadow Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my favorite thing in the world that I have never personally owned. Um, yeah. Same, same. <laughs> but like, uh, so there you go. You got something happened, to chase. Like, oh, maybe you never know. You know you now, go, what makes what, what makes a combat? It's called that was a word salad. That it, what makes a combatatron different from another transformer? Well, they're the reason they're called the Combaticons is they're all based off of old World War II technology. Like oh, okay. there's the chopper, the the Spitfire plane, the tank, and then the big uh, convoy uh, soldier holder, which was uh, I want to I can't remember what the what is that guy's name? I'm trying to remember. Now I got to look it up. Combaticons yep. names. I know there's Swindle, um, Da. Uh, I want to say. Copter? No, that's that's GoBots. I'm getting confused. <laughs> there, you there is several decades, almost of Transformers lore and uh, and reiterations and reimaginations. So you're definitely you'll never like. I don't say you'll never finish it, but you might never finish it. There's Onslaught, <laughs> Brawl, Blastoff, Swindle, Vortex. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Vortex was the the the, the chopper. But yeah. yes, Swindle. Swindle, I think it was one of my favorite uh, Combaticons because he was always trying to double cross everyone on the team. He didn't care. It was like, yeah, he's part of the Combaticons, but he's like, he he's always kind of like shady and cutthroat. But even more so than Starscream, you know, Starscream was you know conniving and trying to pit pit everyone against each other. Whereas Swindle's just like, nah, I'm just gonna kill you. I'm gonna turn on you right now. And you know, he wasn't that bright though. He just uh, he he's very reactionary character. So he would have like an MLN, or he'd be a TikTok celebrity now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He'd have a YouTube. An influencer. He would be an influencer for sure. He'd be telling you just to you know drink piss so with a I Japanese mean. charcoal stick. <laughs> oh, dear. hey, it works. Um, yeah. Wait, yes, what? I've been, I've been reading, I've been reading co comics, so I've been going down the uh, delving down the. Uh, the rabbit hole of just finding things I haven't, uh, you know, read about. Like when I was a kid, I knew mask the cartoon and I knew mask the toys. I didn't know there was a comic book. So I found a couple comic books or a movie with Cher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. But yes, you would go in as children. We'd be like mask. It's about the, Nope. It was Cher and a, a, a guy who had a, a facial deformity. Yeah. This is like, this is not what we thought we were getting into. No. Nope. <laughs>
Uh, but no, for sure. Uh, how is mask holding up? Horrible. It's yeah. That that show is like watching something that you. Uh, every time I watch it, I feel like I've missed something. Like it just it's so cut so poorly, and going from shot to shot, it's just like action, action, action. There's no like fleshing out the the characters. It's just like this is why he does this. Action, action, action. That's it. It'd probably be interesting to do a comparison of like because there's an animation studio or you know a company that puts these cartoons out, and these were we can all admit now glorified toy commercials, and mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the a lot of the cartoons you grew up too watching Buckshot, but yeah. in your era they were probably less commercials. But so Mask was created by uh, DIC Entertainment, their their logo, the Incredible World of Dick DIC. Yeah, uh, I remember. I remember that logo. I'm trying to remember what um, what show I watched that had that. Yeah. Um, um, was it Gem? Dick? Maybe. I'll check now. But but then in, in contrast to Filmation, and and whoever did like the Raccoons or Masters of the Universe or GI Joe, uh, some people put a little bit more work in there, even though it was a child's pro- children's program or a cartoon slash glorified commercial. So it looks like some put a little bit rainbow bright popples i think i remember popples yeah i remember th- yeah uh carmen yeah, Diego. Was weird. that was a messed up show bumble lion what was that was that a popple there was the wuzzles yeah where they were like two, the two things that were to together right like it was like a, a lion like a and, a bumblebee and a hippopotamus and a butterfly and Oh, what oh, was God. the hippo why, butterfly why called? Why do I know this? Why? <laughs> why is this ingrained in my skull right now? And now I'm looking up wuzzles. Bumble on <laughs> They also worked yeah. on Inspector Gadget. Oh, okay. Oh, there's Quite a the moosel, which is a fucking seal and a moose. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we watched as children. Oh, Rhinoki, where it was a yeah. rhino and a monkey. What the hell? Oof. I don't want to live wuzzles. in this world. Man. No wonder <laughs> Man, you're going to watch some of these next weird. time you're sick. <laughs> There's a... What is this? I got to look this up. There was a... There, yeah, Tycoon, which it was just a raccoon who liked it, who wore a top hat. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> like a tycoon. Yeah, yeah so, duh. Yeah. He was, he was a tycoon and a raccoon. He's half tiger, half raccoon, but he wears his top hat. Like he's like this, see, look at all my money. He's like the <laughs> Monopoly guy, but yeah. tiger raccoon hybrid. Oh my god. An elekang, which is a something of and a kangaroo. Elephant and a kangaroo. <laughs> oh wow. Lord. I I guess yep. I only remember Bumble Lion because I had one of those, but Yep, so you had the wuzzle. I had a wuzzle, okay. I also had popples too. Yeah, and there was hop potamotamus. I can't even say that. Hop pop potamotamus. I can't say it. Anyway, it's a a hippo and a bunny. Nice. <laughs> nice. This is insane. Like uh, imagine a hippo and a bunny having sex. <laughs> hey. that Who's work? the top? Like Oh, come on now. Bunnies. The rabbit, the rabbit yeah, would have to be. I mean, a, a hippo penis would just rip a rabbit in half. No. <laughs> How did we get here? 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> we could choose the subject. <laughs> um, <laughs> confess your sins, boys. What toys have you bought lately? <laughs> she wore you down. What uh, What did you unnecessarily buy? Retail therapy. We already know this. I bought two more Joker dragons. <laughs> what's, a joke, what's, a, what's a Joker dragon? Oh, it's just this freakishly, absolutely horrifying hybrid of a Joker face on a flying dragon and it's why badass looking and it's absolutely it's so scary it's frightening when you look at the face the face is like i don't know what it is remember that uh, remember that urban myth uh momo that would pop up apparently momo would come up on your screen and would tell your kids to kill yourself or something like that back in 2019 mm -hmm. everyone was going on about it the face gives me that Momo vibe of that weird-looking face. Uh, it's and from a it, comic book series that you've been reading, too. So you're reading been, an, yeah. an, alternate, an alternate reality where it's kind of like D&D, &D, uh, the DC Comics kind of a fantasy fantasy world. So all the dragons have uh, a terrifying, jokerized face. I just sent Buckshot a picture of it so she can kind of... yeah. Living as the Joker would say, life. gotta love that smile. <laughs> All right. Let's but it was on sale. The... Oh, wow. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So How I big got, is it? It's a, it's a, well, I mean, it's, what? I don't know. It's, it's 13 inches long. Um, okay. And it's, it's just this, like, uh, in all honesty, it's shaped like a sperm. Uh, so it's, and yeah, now you've so got three have, of them. I have three of them. I have one hanging from my ceiling, which completely terrifies me some nights when I come in here, when I'm a little enhanced. I'm, oh yeah, I forgot about him. Um, yeah. So it kind of, it, it kind of startles you, but now I have three of them and I have one hanging from the ceiling. So now I'm thinking I'm going to try to combine them together and try to make this three headed jokerized three headed dragon. Wow. Kind of thing. So, yeah, so that's. That's what's hanging on my ceiling right now. Good stuff. So, so did you have to buy that online or did you find it in a store? Well, no, I found it online. Amazon had a deal on. I bought my oh, first cool. one. I got it for I bought my first one and I got it for fifteen dollars. And I surprisingly like, oh, no one wants them. And then all of a sudden <laughs> all of a sudden I get an alert on on my phone, you know, after you buy something, Amazon's like, Hey, this is still on sale. Would you be interested in more? And then it went down like they're $12 and I'm like, and I have free shipping. So it's like 24 bucks for two of them. Sure. Why not? So now I yeah. have three of these frightening things. The funny thing is, is I didn't realize how articulated it was. So like the tail has this wire in it. So you can kind of make the tail look all like wild. a sperm, like a, yeah, like a sperm. <laughs> But a in the mouth, you can actually articulate the tongue. You can like move the tongue around. Oh wow! And, like, it, yeah, it's. I was like, oh, that's neat. So like, like all the dragons now are just like all like screaming with their tongue in different positions. I'm like, this is sad. I'm a sad, sad man right now. <laughs> You're staying out of trouble. You're staying out of trouble. Basically, it just keeps me keeps me home instead yes. of doing stupid stuff. Well, no, I mean, obviously the problem is that you're reading more, so you need to stop reading as much. Um, no, reading's no, it's good. good. Yes, it, these are all for your Imaginarium in your office, so it's totally fine. And they're all dirt cheap. So. Yeah, so, so I didn't feel like I, like I didn't break the bank on it by any no. means. And then, like, you know, my birthday's coming up, so I got a few yeah. things in my cart that I'm 
I'm waiting to pull the trigger on for my, I'll purchase for myself for my birthday. So, you know, just, you know, looking around, looking at maybe getting that uh, Megatron 3.6 you know, MDLX uh, figure. Sure. It's in my cart. I was like, you know, I have Optimus. Might as well get Megatron too. Yeah. And they all, they, they just announced Starscream. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'll have to get him too. <laughs> yep. Have to, have to. Not an option. Yeah. Not an option. Yeah. I, no, I, it's, I, it's I really a must. Like, I, really, I really like the, the style of the figure. So I'm thinking, I think this is kind of where I'm going to go with my transformer side of things you know get one every three or four months you know yeah no big deal you're not buying child toys for children you're buying toys for grown men when i come upstairs i can go ah me i'm so cool i have a star screen on my shelf (laughs) (laughs) it's sad like i'm sitting here like oh i forgot to tell you i I did make another purchase i did get a a new uh I, I got a, a new headset and it's wireless. Oh, now when I'm podcasting, I can actually, while we're speaking, I can talk walk around and play with my toys and, you know, and get, you know, a little more engaged, I guess, with the conversation as opposed to like sitting in front of the computer and trying to like look at screens. I find I, I speak better when I get to move around a little more. So yeah, trying this out. Anyway, I got an Xbox, a new Xbox wireless headset nice. and it cost me, it cost me $0. Even yeah, yeah. There was a deal on at uh, Shoppers, so we redeemed some points for it. So you got to use them like, points. Yeah, air mile points how, won't get you anything. So Shoppers points, okay. indeed. That's how my young fellow got his Series S. That's great. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome. So we, we've we've been saving our points. So we we, we had a we had a few, and we decided to pull the trigger on a couple things, and I got myself a new headset. So it's kind of nice. Nice. That's good. Yeah. No, for uh, sure. You swap ninja. You, uh, you. Uh... You got to see some sadness. Uh, <laughs> not sadness, but it. Well, I mean, it's not happiness. <laughs> it's, not, it's not joy. It's a, it's a, it's a, a confusing emotion, a conflicting yeah, it's emotion. A confusing, if you will. It's a, yeah, oh, confliction all day. Um, no, we were uh, see talking to you to the to the boys. Algorithms uh, laying low. He's not. He's feeling kind of poopy. Obviously, he'll he'll be back better than ever. But uh, he's definitely been bit by the bug for childhood nostalgia as well. Uh, GI Joe, Masters of the Universe, and uh, you know GI Joe was a big part of my childhood as well. I've surprisingly been pretty good not scooping up characters uh, from GI Joe because. It will never end, and they're cheap. <laughs> but we found a bunch on clearance. Uh, the part that's not necessarily happy, but the new concept of uh, these are too expensive to rationalize as like a silly purchase. So when you find a bunch of them cheap, uh, you know, half price or a third of the price, oh, I'll just get a couple, and then I can trade them for something I do want, or I can flip them and make a moderate, a modest, you know. Uh, a bit of money on them, not to be a ripoff artist. So it was just it was just funny for Buckshot. We're at a Walmart, and it was the section where they, where toys or collectibles go to die before they get sent back to the liquidators. So it was just me with like eight different GI Joes and Star Wars figures and stuff like that. It was an arm load. I would have then down going to, to the place where it gives you the price, and yeah, you were and like, like, "No, oh, yeah, you're no. still not cheap enough." Back on the shelf. <laughs> Yeah. Or like, oh, you're so cheap. I will try. I should just get eight of you. And then that way I can have the things that I like later on. So, I mean, it was, it wasn't something that all couples should go through uh, and see. 
But uh, no, it wasn't too bad. I, I picked up for uh, for the geeky heads uh, a Storm Shadow, who is an evil ninja, so confident that he dresses all in white. So I have been wanting to get one for a while, and uh, fourteen bucks, pretty darn good. But uh, there was also some Cobra Grunt soldiers and another Storm Shadow. So I ended up getting three extra guys that I will make a uh, little profit on, not to be a dirtbag, no, uh, no, no scalper nonsense, but uh, that will go towards the the guy I want to keep, and it'll maybe thirty, forty bucks to something guilt free down the road. That's so, way to do it. That's, that's way, way to do, do it. it. Um, <laughs> it was we were we just going to buy ice cream, and it's just like, well, I guess I put back all the Star Wars stuff that was cheap that I should flip because <laughs> I put back. Yeah, there wasn't any Transformer stuff. I checked. I'm sorry, um, but uh, I was tempted by that classic Gun Ho. He is he's scrumptious. Uh, he's <laughs> he's the guy. Gun Ho, no shirt. Gun Ho was he? Was he the guy yeah. that I said looked like Tom the Finland kind of yes. character? Yes, he was the super, super gay look- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was the Marine. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of wanted him. Yeah, no, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, but he was forty bucks. I'm like, uh, we dare to be stupid here, and we're all chasing nostalgia and and happy memories. But uh, a free ninja, and then some other guys I'll sell on Kijiji or this new app called Carrot. But uh, so it was carrying a few things back from uh, from the Walmart trip, and shockingly on the sidewalk, Generation One PlayStation One. Let's do it. Let's go, everybody. Um, does it, did it work? Does it? It's work? working. It's a little. You know what? Blast from the past. Firing up a PlayStation. I've forgotten how slow it is. Oh, Just yeah. like, oh hey, here's the logo. Oh, you want to play a game? Okay, wait a second. Want to play a game? I want to play a game. <laughs> Hope you're sitting down because it's going to take a while. So there was a burnt copy of Ape Escape, uh, a game I definitely recommend. In there, no, wait, 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 no. So he he sees he sees a, a pile of garbage uh, on I the side see of the a box of refuse. Yeah, and so he has to go ex- and see what's in there, and he sees yeah. a PlayStation. He picks it up and he's like, okay, is there a game in there? He opens the game and it's a burnt copy of Ape Escape. And then he says, burnt copy of Ape Escape, I have to get it. And it was like, that was, he was, he was willing to put back the PlayStation depending on what was in, uh, what game was in there already. And because it was a burnt version of Ape Escape, he was like, oh no, I have to bring this home. First awesome. of all, apparently Ape Escape is a great game, but for your your thinking was that means it was modified, right? Yes, and then I can play the games I still have, being an old head from PlayStation 1. Also, you know, I look for some ISOs. I mean, I could run it on, on a, on a you know, just run it on an emulator, but it's nice to have the, you know, the old school PlayStation controller in your hand. I mean, it's all bells and whistles, memory card, so the full nine yards. So it's looking what was pretty on good. memory card? That is exactly what I want to tell. So here we go. Long time gamer. Uh, Let's take a look and see what's on the memory card. And you guys can tell me about your memories from this. So segment called Overdrawn at the Memory Card Bank. First save for the PlayStation 1, Marvel vs. Capcom. Such a great game. Such a great game. (laughs) Limitations from the PlayStation 1, not having enough RAM, but still definitely enjoyed playing it even though they, they throttled it. Uh, Final Fantasy IX, a game I really enjoyed, never beat. So you didn't we beat got, nine? Seriously? Yeah, man. I, it's kind of, yeah, I don't finish things I start, shockingly. 
<laughs> I go on to something else and then don't finish that. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy IX, which I did enjoy, and I should revisit. Uh, one I vaguely remember, uh, World's Scariest Police Chases. So... <laughs> Nope, never played that. I feel like, yeah, shout out to some propaganda. Uh, Ape Escape, so that's a good sign. Buster Groove 2, a classic. Love that game. Love yeah. that game. Even if you're like a dicey uh, Legion or Pool Hall, you just want to go in and play some Buster Groove. Uh, my was, friend uh, MC and I, uh, our last few years of high school, we would get uh, elevated. Actually, we'd get elevated under these train tracks by her house, which was very cool. <laughs> And then we would just go back to her room and just play Bust a Groove or Bust a Move for hours. And it would be like 167 versus like 175. Like we would just sit there, like just completely hyper focused on uh, playing against each other. And uh, yeah, so I have a lot of fond memories of that game. So that's, that's definitely a plus for me right there. For sure. That game was surprisingly addictive. Yeah. Surprisingly addictive. For sure. No. I was lucky enough, a laundromat I used to have an arcade machine of that. So I was like, oh, time to do laundry. And then spend all my laundry money on Bust a Groove. <laughs> <laughs> and then smell like a wrestling fan. No. Uh, <laughs> another save here, which I feel was on everyone's PlayStation 1, Final Fantasy 7. So that oh, was a requisite yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, which is also a requisite. And uh, it was just interesting to see like the evolution because before it'd be a save, and then they got fancy and they'd animate a little sprite character on the memory card save. And I remember that being charming. And then Crash Bandicoot would show the percentage of the game that you actually beat, so 85%. Yeah. So share to Crash Bandicoot, uh, Short King, and uh, Mega Man <laughs> X5. Which is oh, a weird house. Yeah. Fuck. That game was hard. I immediately wanted to get like ISOs of all those games. Being like, well, first I already played most of it, so I'll just get in there and <laughs> I'll remember how to do all this stuff. I'll finish the work. Yeah. So it was surprisingly charming that trip down memory lane. So uh, will I keep it? We'll see. I'm gonna do a little I've got one of those old lens cleaners, so I'll throw that in there. But if not, he'll go up for folks. Hey, if you need a you know a system for parts and a controller memory card, all the bells and whistles. So you know, if uh, if it's not ask for another figure. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Buckshot's been enjoying some rocket slime on the DS Lite, which I also yeah. found at a flea market. Yeah, so we yeah. Are old why don't school. you tell the story of how you got the DS and uh, the other thing that you got? Yes, I'm uh, sure, folks. Obviously, consumerism is good for the soul, but uh, you were kind enough. Well, you hear me, but we were being adults on the way to the grocery run. And folks, if you're looking for some nostalgia, absolutely keep an eye out for church flea markets or church sales, because there'll be some folks with some stuff that they've had a long time. So cracked, and we got uh, we swung in there, picked up a Robotech Bioroid hover chair, so a little oh, yeah. 1980s toy action inbox, and uh, you know a. Uh, a DS Lite for 10 bucks. So the guy's like, hey, it works. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And uh, you were smart enough to hang on to your old games, which yeah. we recommend everybody like, hey, like, try and be neat and organized, but 
don't throw out your games because uh, good luck trying to you buy them know. on eBay now. Yeah, I have. Um, I'm looking for Killer Seven either for the the GameCube or for the PlayStation Two. Um, I had that game. Had I known how hard it would be, or if I would find it, how expensive it would be now, I would not have sold it back in the day. And uh, the other one, um, I do have it, but we just don't have the system to play it on. Uh, SSX Tricky. Um, but uh, yeah, and had I known, uh, I would have held on to that one as well. That's uh, I, I can't believe they haven't brought that back. Like I feel like a lot of people would would be very happy to see that game get remastered. Or remastered, SS, or just SSX Tricky. SSX Tricky, yeah. Yeah, there's a remaster on it, the Xbox. I think you can download it. Uh, why was uh, I'm going to say it's that? not backwards compatible? So, uh, it, pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure I have it. All right, Maybe. I'm going to have to look that up right now after <laughs> right I finish now. this round on Vampire Survivors, but um. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I, SSX Tricky. That's another game. My friend MC and I, we would get super baked and just play for hours. So, um, it is a, a a game of my late adolescence and early twenties that I would love to revisit. Um, but yeah, so lesson learned from selling off those games. The DS games, I kept most of them, uh, including so Rocket Slime, uh, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, Rocket Slime, which I have been enjoying again lately. So Sorry. speaking of selling games, so I was a gamer. I had a I had a GameCube. I was one of the rare people in my I had I still have my circle. GameCube. <laughs> if you oh, okay. So I, I gave up my GameCube. But what happened was is I had one of the most rarest games on the GameCube. What's that? It's called Eternal Darkness. Oh, I didn't play that one. It's a spooky horror um, game. It's a spooky horror game kind of mess. It's kinda of like a it was GameCube's uh version of a trying to get into the uh, uh, Resident Evil style thing. Now, it was a fun game. It was a great concept. Essentially, what it was was you walked around, and if you met monsters and you got frightened, you would start seeing hallucinations. Like, the TV volume would turn all the way up, but you found it. It's not your TV volume, but it oh, cool. tricked you into thinking it was your volume. It was crazy. Um, so you'd scare yourself because it, it, it would tell you it muted, and you you'd go up and you start turning your volume up. And, oh, and wow. then they cut the sound back on to scare you. And you're like, son of a fucking bitch. Yeah, it was one of those kind of mind trickery uh, games. And there's no other real game like it, uh, even ever since. And I had that on, on GameCube. And then I ended up just, you know, on a whim. I was like, I don't need the GameCube anymore. Right. Uh, I don't want this. I'd rather just sell it and get some cash. Took it to the pawn shop, sold it. And then, you know. Five years later, you find out, oh, that game was super rare to find. Right. It's super rare, and it's like worth like four or five hundred dollars now. Right. I'm like, ah, oh, I had that game. But you know, that's that's yeah, that's that's what you learn when you uh, when you didn't keep your things, you let them go, and then then you go to find them again as a as right. a collector, and you're like, oh no. Even just out I of curiosity, you were like, oh, I just want to revisit this. And then yeah. Nintendo fairly recently just nuked their online store for 3DS and a bunch of other games. Just like, these are gone now. These are in the vault. So That's the other thing I hate about Nintendo, since we're talking video games. Nintendo makes you pay every yeah. time for the game. They'll never let you use it on another system. Like, if you buy something digitally, like, we've bought games for the, the Switch digitally. 
right? So I know when they come out with their new handheld or their new version of whatever system right. they're going to make now, my digital library is not going to be backwards compatible. They're going to make me buy it again. Uh. And and the worst thing is, is these Nintendo fans, they keep doing it. They're just like, yep, don't care. Don't care. Oh, I want to yeah. play Pokemon Red on my new Switch. Oh, I can't. I can't play it off my old. I can't play it on my Okay, I guess I, I have to buy it. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to buy it now. It's like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to break out my old Switch and play it on that. I want to play it on the new hardware. Did they? Are they going to remaster it? Oh, that like Nintendo's notorious for it. Oh, I hate that. That kind of goes in line with what you were mentioning uh, recently. Do you think they have that that power because there's so few? There's only, let's say, the uh, first you know first generation or, or just. Nintendo, their own games like Zelda, Mario. There's not a lot of third-party stuff that's really. And uh, you're complaining about Xbox not having a lot of you know quality first-party games other than like let's say Halo or they just buy other but other. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like they don't never really made their own games, and that's where a lot of us as Xbox users, you know, get we get pissed about is because you know like. PlayStation has uh, the Horizon series. They have the God of War series. They have the Last of Us series. Spider-Man. They have, you know, they have these. They have the Spider-Man uh, series, and they're going to have the Wolverine series. So, like, it because they deal with Insomniac Games. Insomniac Games is owned by PlayStation, and they make really great games. And, and Sony owns we can't Spider-Man. Play those games. Yeah, and Sony owns the Spider-Man franchise right now. Um, so it's just. You know, they have this monopoly on these really great first-party games. And then, you know, Xbox goes out and tries to, you know, buy these studios to get those first-party games. And now they're being blocked by Sony because Sony's saying, well, if you take Call of Duty away from us, you know, that gives you the monopoly, blah, blah, blah. And then the whole cloud gaming thing. It's just Xbox is having a real hard time right now. Um, Not that I'm going to leave Xbox by any means. Like, I, I like playing... A lot of their, a lot of their uh, Xbox, uh, you know, Game Pass and, you know, their their indie studio stuff is really good. Like, you know, what what, what there's a game that just came out, Ravenlock. It's on Game Pass. It's kind of like a, you know, a, what is it, a, like a Tomb Raider esque, you know, 3D adventure game with battle with swords. So it's kind of like a 3D, like it's their, it's akin to the the new Zelda game, that sort of thing. So, like, there's lots of games out there. Um, it sucks that, you know, a lot of people want, like, these really big AAA franchises. Um, I find myself lately with the way AAA games have been coming out, like, they come out and they're not even complete. It's getting it's getting annoying. Like, I was excited for Redfall. I was hoping that would be a game that, you know, you, me, and, you know, the algorithm can jump on and, and play because it's and, kind of like uh, left dropkick vampires. Dropkick vampires and, you know, and, and kill some things and, you know, have this, you know, kind of engaging story. Not work as a, well as a, as a team? Yeah. But, you know, it's, it has RPG elements where you get have a skill tree and stuff, kind of like Borderlands. So I was kind of hoping it was going to be kind of that, that realm, and it looks horrible. It's like going back and playing Far Cry 3 on the PlayStation 3. <laughs> like, it's just, it doesn't look good. The enemies just stand there stupidly. They're, they don't really change. That's like, the best. there's a lot of glitches with with the ai and stuff so it's just the game's not challenging like i i went through i i decided to i downloaded it i played it for like two hours 
And I was not, you know, usually you're, you, when you're playing the game, there's that, you know, there's a little bit of difficulty, but I'm like, I'm like just walking up behind people and just like, like just doing the old stealth kills because they don't even notice yet. You know, you walk up, they're looking right at you and you walk up and just stealth kill them. Like there's no, it's like no one's there. No one's running the ship. It's just like, they're just characters moving in a circle and they don't react to anything. So it was, it's really disappointing. So I can understand people's frustration for sure. But I mean, you have to look at the total package that Xbox offers. And I mean, Game Pass is a great deal right now. Like you're going to get all these new games, like Starfield's going to be on Game Pass. Even, even if Starfield does, you know, come out and it's not as good as they say it is, we all know Bethesda will patch the shit out of it until it is what it's supposed to be. That's just the way Bethesda works. There's just so, so many games. Games on your Xbox, games on your PC for Game Pass. You know, you can play something oh. as a LARP. Obviously, we've been enjoying Vampire Survivors still. But, uh, you know, we played around with some Ninja Ninja game. So, it's just accessibility. Oh, actually, just I thought I should let you know this. Since you, I know you guys like to take turns playing in this game. It's uh, The new Hitman game is on Game Pass right now. Nice. Oh, cool. Nice. So you can do like all those really cool assassination style. Like, how are you going to get, how are you going to kill him? Are you going to poison him? You're going to drop a Bagel. chandelier on him, you know, <laughs> throw something at his head. Yeah, yeah. Just walk up and punch him in the nuts until he dies. Like that type it of ha- stuff. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I confirmed. I have done it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I just checked the, the store. Um, yeah, he's wrong. and <laughs> All the there's SSX and SSX three that oh, you can get. They don't have tricky yeah. though. Which Thanks is for the getting one your hopes up, you, you piece of trash. I honestly <laughs> thought I had tricky. I'm so oh, sorry. You know We're always optimists here, but yeah. Do you find yourself with Xbox at least, uh, you know, indie games more so, or like the big big hype games? What what seems to be scratching your? Because you you used to also still buy games, but you know maybe buy like more vintage games. Well, what's um, in your docket? So right now, uh, last night, uh, after everyone went to bed, I decided to come down, went downstairs to play some uh, Tokyo Ghostwire. And it's it's an interesting game. It's kind of like a first-person paranormal shooter. And you get, like, elements. You have wind element, fire element. I'm assuming I'm going to unlock earth or fire soon. Um but you're basically this person who was, you know, driving to see your sick sister in the hospital. An accident happens. Then you get possessed by another uh, spirit or entity. And now you're trying to work together to because the uh, protagonist up. decided to use your sister as a conduit to try to get in, take over the, the, the uh, earth realm as opposed to the spirit realm. So it's kind of this. I'm only like I said, I'm only been three or four hours in, so I don't really know all the story. Can you but punch I, a ghost? I went, I went into hmm. I went into it blind. I don't even uh, like I don't even like I didn't read about it or anything. So I'm just learning that like so the way you level up is like after you kill enemies and stuff, you can usually get ammo that way. But to level up, you have to capture spirits, and the way you have to capture spirits is you have to remove the fog that is around the city. That's that's basically trapping the spirits here, so that the the protagonist can control those spirits and use them for power. So you're trying to, you're trying to like exercise demons and you're, you know, uh, going to temples and exercising those to basically make more, 
the world more accessible to you so you can go collect these spirits, level up, and unlock these cool... Uh, but definitely more action-based. Buckshot doesn't have much for the the role-playing games, but uh, so it's more of action-adventure oh, and yeah, a bit of survival horror. Yeah, it's action-adventure. It's more of a... It's just basically... As you level up, you get a you unlock a like a, a power up that you know your right. your shots are more powerful, or you have a you have a, a stealth takedown that that's actually quicker, so you can't get caught as easily, that type of stuff. So you're just really just leveling up the tools that you unlock as you progress in the game. Oh, so okay. It's it's kind of it's kind of nice that way. I think you'd like it, it and it's like kind of creepy too. Like you'll go cool. into a house and you have to like, you know, exercise a demon because he has another entity trapped with it that he's trying to use to you know uh basically stave off him We're being big on you know, taken to hell that sort of thing it's always demons with me yeah. it's all about evil yeah um but yeah so that's what i've been playing now there is a shiba inu in it as well yeah well, yeah i'm in the shin yeah the what is it called shin tegazami i think is what it is or I was thinking Shiba Inu, as in the dog. I've been playing a lot of Persona and Soul yes. Hackers. Which is, it's in yeah. that realm of Shin Sasami or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Very cool Japanese folklore and stuff. But there was a big announcement there. Yesterday. Yeah, he, we have the ha- we have perhaps the happiest boy. Oh, dude, I am so stoked for this game. Like, I've already booked a vacation for it. Um, it comes out in September. Um, Plants vs. Zombies 3. You so happy. Plants vs. Zombies 3. So happy. <laughs> Actually, my wife and daughter would be so happy if Peggle 8. 3 came out. Peggle 9. Whatever it is. But they like they <laughs> announced the new Mortal Kombat game. It looks like it's going to be a complete remake of, uh, of the, the genre. It's going back to when Mortal Kombat began. We're going to learn new mythos of new characters because essentially after Mortal Kombat 11, Liu Kang went back and wiped the timeline. The good and guys won. To create a realm in his own. The good guys won, or did they? Because uh, there's some rumors that think, you know, that Liu Kang is actually the big bad and Shang Tsung is the good guy. Ooh. It's, yeah, so there's like some rumors about that. Um there's rumors that, you know, there's going to be a, a bigger bad than Shang Tsung in the game. It might be the Dragon King. It could be Onaga because it's going back to the beginning of, of Mortal Kombat. And I believe he was the original big bad. So oh I'm super excited for this game because I've been in, I've, I've played Mortal Kombat since Mortal Kombat 1. Mm-hmm. I've played every game. Uh, even and they've been excellent. They've been excellent oh. game focusing on uh, on story modes that are super long and uh, branching paths, what have you. Also, just like a weird, uh, so much bonus. The, what is the, the crypt? What else is there? Leveling up characters. Yeah, you can level up your characters, and then you like in the uh, in customize with 11, a K. You could customize with a K. Yeah, you could do. Uh, you could customize the characters. You can earn skins and gear that actually augment certain things when you're playing the game in a single-player uh, uh, realm. You, your gear didn't affect anything when you're playing, you know, one-on-one on in the season mode when you're playing online against other people. That's but, fair. Uh, the crypt is where you would unlock like other fatalities, more gear, uh, more characters. You would get like uh, all the uh, behind-the-scenes art, the music, all that fun stuff. So like it, it's a grind for this type of game. Like 
I've I've had Mortal Kombat 11 now for five years. I haven't unlocked everything in it. I guess I did. Um, Amazing. But like they 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 pump a lot of uh, a lot of content into Mortal with Kombat. With a K. Yeah. With a K. Um, <laughs> it's interesting to see where this game's going to go now because they're calling it Mortal Kombat One. And so they're saying it's a, a whole new universe. But like we're going to basically new- learn these characters. We're going to re relearn where what their their stories are. So that's kind of interesting because they're trying to basically get us away from Scorpion's a vengeance guy and Sub Zero's a you know uh, uh, was evil, but now he's good. You know that sort of thing. Like there's going to be different stories. And there's there's this uh, mechanic they're calling cameo with a K. <laughs> Um, just stop are they it, like okay, the Kardashians? Guys? Are the Kardashians part of the Mortal Kombat universe as well? Oh man, imagine being able to kill Kim Kardashian in a game. Oof. I mean, really, think about this. Uh, <laughs> or you could just go back in time and not make her popular and just never not drop a sex tape. Wow, yeah. thanks, Ray J. It's all Ray J. Yeah, stuff. no, you go back in time and beat the shit out of Ray J, and sure. then and then that <laughs> happens. Or you go back in time and you protect Nicole Brown Simpson from getting murdered by OJ. (laughs) And then uh, her father doesn't become a thing and nobody gives a shit about her when she does drop her sex tape. Damn. Damn. Or you go back in time and watch dinosaurs have sex. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know how it happened. We don't know what it looked like. With their little, with their little tiny hands, the foreplay is <laughs> yeah, awful. Just wave with their tiny hands around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, back back to the game. Uh, it does so, not have dinosaur sex. Th- there are dragons in it, though. So yeah. Hey. But apparently, there's going to be these characters called cameo characters that are basically. Um, Remember back in the first Tag Assist games where you didn't actually get to control the secondary character, but you could call them in and they would do certain types of attacks based on the selection you made to call them in. Like if you hit the tag button and down, they would do a low attack, tag button up, they'd do a jump attack or, or a special move if you hit the tag button twice or some, some, some kind of mechanic. So I'm kind of interested to see where they're going to go with this route. Um, the only thing I fear is they're going to take some of the characters that we were going to actually want in the game and make them cameo characters. And apparently, if they're a cameo character, they're not going to be fully playable. So no, that could that can get a little hinky. So like, you know, maybe and like, how do you and like, you know, how is that mechanic going to work? Are there going to be some characters that are just over OP and overpowered at the beginning, so you always pick that character as a cameo? Um, so it's, there's a lot of really cool stuff. I'm interested. The, the storyline apparently is going to be like three times as long as Mortal Kombat 11. That's one of the rumors I was reading on the Reddit. Um, you know, they're, they're doing the base game, the premium game. And then of course the collector's edition version, um, the collector's edition version. I'm a little disappointed with because it's Liu Kang and I'm not a Liu Kang fan. I'm not, I don't. Hey man, he's, he's he's been putting in work. I hear you. I hear you. But also, it's kind of fun. I'm glad you're excited. Like, when's the last time ex- like excited about something that's going to come out to this extent? But um, it's been a while. It, I think yeah. it was Mortal Kombat 11 when. <laughs> yeah. When's the last Although time that you're getting hyped? I am excited to try Street Fighter 6, but I'm yes. going to wait until it goes cheaper before I yeah 
jump into that realm. You'll be fine. Because that's another game that I'm going to have to buy, like, fucking season packs for, because they're going to do character drops. That's the only thing I hate about these new games. It's just all this deal. Like, I should, I wish they it would is. say, like, if you bought the premium edition, and that's $120, that premium edition should cover the cost for all the characters yeah. you're going to release for the said game. But what for they do sure. is they give, you, they give you the premium edition. They say you get you get season one, or combat pack one, and then all the other combat packs Ugh. are going to be thirty bucks. Ah, trust me, I've the amount of money I've spent in DLC characters for Mortal Kombat X, Mortal Kombat 11, and I believe Mortal Kombat 9, Injustice and Injustice 2. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, this is we should work. stop. We should not reward them. Like, why? Like, I get it. It's like, oh, I need content. Late stage capitalism. Okay. You know, okay. I, I, my, my joy. You know, I, 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 I'm not gonna retire. Let me enjoy my life now while I can before like climate change uh, makes it so that we're just you know surviving. Like, I fucking get it. We're all kind of like fuck you know nothing matters but at the same time it's just like we are helping these people it's like they're they're screwing us over and over and over again and we're just like yes more please like <laughs> oh I, it's just so sad and like i get it i'm the same way a few weeks ago i was like i'm sad i'm gonna go buy sneakers and i went and bought sneakers that i had when i was a, a teenager um you know to make myself happy and so um sorry what, what kind of sneakers? Um, like at the, no, at the time they were Air Max Triax, but now they're called Air Max 97s because they came out <laughs> in 1997. Yeah, nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But, like, yeah, I went and I'm like, oh, I had these shoes when I was in high school. Um, and, like, I mean, I got – they were on sale, and luckily my feet are small enough that I bought the kids' version, so I definitely saved some money. Damn um, you. Yeah. But, but yeah, like I was fully prepared to pay like a ridiculous amount of money for a pair of sneakers because I was sad, like something happened and it, I was very upset and I was like, you know what, we'll fill my void temporarily therapy. buying uh, a couple of, uh, a, a pair of sneakers. Um, so Two Joker dragons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, and that's the thing, we don't keep score with each other, but it's the joke of like, how many G.I. Joes? is that sneaker is like uh, yeah it was nine uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah throw back to the the 90s when uh, your running sneaker had was it an air pad or i can't remember right the the the, the heel the, the, was have, just like an the air chamber technology apparently the air chamber would activate and it would make you uh, it would cushion your foot so you would could run faster Oh, but they, it, it's bullshit thing. now. Like it, like the guy <laughs> told me because I remember the 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 the, the air <laughs> bubble would always pop, right? And yeah. so now they're like, no, these are not a running shoe. These are a lifestyle shoe to like walk in. You're not meant to actually go to the gym in them. But at the time, yeah, they were fully advertised as like these are the best running shoes you can buy. Um, Do you remember? So, Swamp, yeah. Do you remember back in the day we there was a shoe that had a there was a gimmick in it where it had a little catapult in the heel yes. and it was supposedly made you jump higher, <laughs> which is just to total bullshit. What were they? Called? I blame, I blame white men can't jump and, uh, people realizing <laughs> that, uh, basketball is cool. Um, uh, Hey, you're talking to a guy who had bootleg pumps. So it's, Oh, uh, I had those too. Franklin I pumps. All, I think we had, uh, well, no, we had the knockoffs. I think they were called chumps. Uh, Oh, pumps. wow. Like, 
suckers like it, like you pump it up and then you, like you do three pumps and then it would break and you'd see that little puff of dust come out of the side and you're like oh blew it up they don't work yeah. anymore bye <laughs> oh that's awesome but yeah no i like i i get it i i do the same thing if i have a shitty day it's like ah maybe i'll just go over to walmart like i think there's the, the z coil if i'm not thing. mistaken i'm for the uh, the spring shoes I'm super vulnerable at work when it has to. Yes. Because if I'm having a shitty day at work, Walmart's just across the street, and I'm like, I'm going on break. I walk over, and then I walk the toy aisle and be like, anything on clearance? Like, I literally walk over on my break and go, I need a toy to fill my void while I'm sitting here in this, at work. Right. Uh, it's hilarious. It's funny, too, because, <sighs> like, uh, I go to lunch with, uh, like, I'll go to break or something with a couple of the guys, and they know exactly where I'm going. As soon as I walk into Walmart, they're going, you going to hit the toy aisle? Yeah. I will meet you up front. It's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, hilarious. You just show up with a wheel of cheese. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm not, I'm not a toys. I'm big cheese now. <laughs> I'm big in <into> cheese. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, so usually it's uh, I'm just going to go check the, uh, the Speederman section. We're trying Speederman, to buy yeah, yeah, groceries. So I've been walking the, the toy aisle a lot at Walmart and I'm seeing these new Transformer toys for Rise of the Beasts. The, the I was going to say, I hope you're being good. It's third. I'm not interested in the toy at all. Worst yeah. looking toy I've ever seen. <laughs> Harsh words. Like, it's a hot take because, you know, the movie hasn't come out yet. But, like, when I found out who's acting as Mirage, I was, I'm a little pissed. A little pissed off. Not a, not like, a big fan of the fuckboys. I'm not a, not a big fan of, you know, uh, Pete Davidson. Like, he's a funny guy. Um, but his voice is kind of like, I don't know how it's going to sound. And I'm, I refuse to watch the video that I saw that told me that Pete Davidson is Mirage. Cause I'm like, I don't want to watch it because it'll make me angry. And then I, I want to watch the movie because, you know, it's a transform movie. And I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I went back and I watched all the shit ones. <laughs> so yes. I gotta, I gotta watch this new one to see if it's going to redeem, have any redeeming qualities to make me feel better about what I watched. It also won't and, be the last Transformers movie. No, definitely not. One of eighty-seven. Yeah, they're. Is it still Michael Bay? No, Uh, no, this is Stephen Cable Jr. Yeah, he Uh, did Bumblebee, I think. I think he did Bumblebee, which very good reviews and uh, Creed. So, yeah, I would love to see them go back and re like rehash it and actually try to follow the comic book. You know what I mean? Like maybe go back and do like a Transformers eighty-seven movie. In, in Mad live action, <laughs> you've got Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime. You've got uh, Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal. He's a uh, he's a gorilla. So that's pretty truck good. Truck, not I. Uh, I say truck, not monkey. I keep saying oh, okay. Optimus is a truck, not a monkey. Um, but you know, the that's beasties. About... What can I say? It for uh, Peter Dinklage is Scourge. Good for him. Michelle Yeoh and. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Academy like, Award movie. winner Michelle Yeoh in the new Transformers movie is Air Razor. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Get that money, girl. Get that. Yeah, good money. for her. Is she getting that Transformer money? Yeah, she definitely. You know, she she's deserving of it for sure. An yeah, afternoon, for sure. like in a booth. Sure. Talking about Energon. So that's <laughs> fine. But oh, yeah, so, so that's what I, I'm like. I'm excited maybe for that film to come out. Um, definitely excited for Mortal Kombat one. Um, we've been yapping a while. We're almost out of time. Oh wow, we didn't even. 
yeah. it went by quick. We didn't even really get to get into wrestling. Um, yeah. Oh so, no! What will we do? What will we ever do? You so do do we have a do we have a minute to discuss uh, the latest oh, punk happenings in AEW or oh, or save yeah, it for another ahead. conversation? No, you can go ahead. Go. We, we can get into it. We got three minutes. Okay. Well, at first I thought maybe it was a work in that like originally Warner Brothers wasn't aware that uh, they want to keep it a secret a little bit longer as to not overshadow Double or Nothing, and mm -hmm. so they're like, oh, okay, let's make it questionable for people that punk is coming back but then i heard the whole um a steel stuff and how he had declined a job at impact to mm -hmm. uh to go back with punk and there's just like a lot of information now that suggests like no this isn't a work this is actually happening and now that i know that i'm like don't is he worth the headache i was actually i had turned around and i was ready for punk to come back and I was ready, regardless of his presentation, he was going to be a heel in my eyes, and I was totally waiting for it, and I was mm -hmm. fine, especially with an additional show now uh, that's been officially announced, because it's like, okay, he's not going to take away time from other wrestlers, because there's an extra two hours of wrestling now, and we should be able to see more people and have a bit more variety of stories. This should be fun. But now that all this story came out, that he's like, I'm not going to come back if you don't bring back the guy who who could actually be criminally charged for his actions in Brawl Out and who bit Kenny Omega and threw a chair at one of the Young Bucks. Like, to me, it's like, if that's the hill you want to die on, like, good riddance, buddy. Go find another company uh, to go um, try and take over. So what are you there's thinking? Been, there's, been, there's been an announcement. Oh, what's that? Well, actually, I shouldn't say there's been an announcement. Yeah, there's um, some... There's SSI. Been a... No, there's, there's a... <laughs> Damn it. Citation Ouch. needed. Um, so I just, uh, before we, I jumped on the podcast, I was watching uh, the YouTube channel I normally watch, uh, Wrestle Talk. Okay. And they just, had, they just had a video that apparently AEW has been hiding the fact that Ace Steel has actually been rehired. Right. He had been rehired for the last six or seven weeks. And yeah. only, only this past week did Key Talent, and by Key Talent, I'm thinking it's the Elite, um, yeah. Key Talent had only been notified and they got pissed off about it. And then that's when Tony Khan was like, okay, he can work remotely. And then uh, apparently Punk was like, that doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> Pulled the Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. At this point, I just want, I just want the show to, I want Collision to start and see what they're yeah. going to try to do with it. Because right. if the show's been announced so obviously even if punk doesn't come back they got to figure out what they're going to do with that platform so well apparently I, the show wasn't contingent on punk coming back like Warner brothers was open because they were happy with um AEW's success and like now with the writer strike as well like they're they're totally full on um uh, with the non um, scripted content they want the unscripted stuff so i wouldn't be mm -hmm. surprised if collision was going to happen regardless but I'm sure bringing Punk back was definitely a, a bonus that everybody was happy about. But like, well, we're going to get Miro now and we're going to get Andrade and some people who kind of got cast aside when, when Punk and Swerve and Danielson and Cole and all those people came in. All the people that kind of got cast aside, like they might actually get a chance to, to win on TV now. Sorry, you were saying? But here's the thing. Uh, like, we still don't have the idea of what this is going to look like. Is it a hard brand for us? Are yeah, you going to have other true. championships? Um, the thing is, is like if you're going to have another championship, who else? Do, who else do you put the belt on other than Punk? 
Well, the they, the the poster they put MJF and Orange Cassidy and Orange Punk, Orange Cassidy, not Punk, sorry, MJF, Orange Cassidy, uh, FTR, and uh, House of Black are on the poster, and they're all currently holding belts on Dynamite slash Rampage. So people saw that as an indication that no, there wasn't going to be belts um, on each show that the belt holders were likely to be working both programs. Which which I'm okay with. That would make sense for sure. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Don't bring more uh, because belts. There's, well, yeah, you don't need more belts. Um, and it gives opportunity to breed competition on each show. So that right. there's always going to be a number one contendership. There's always going to be that number one contendership on each show because one tag team on – on dynamite might be you know had 15 wins straight and you know, one team on you know collision might collision, have 10 yeah. matches, so they're going to be like okay this team gets to to have their shot right and they're on this show but then right. you know it's the same thing you're just ready so if they win then they get to bounce between two shows so there's always that way to you know keep your tag team division fresh as long right. as there's tag teams in the company which right. I'm assuming that they're going to try to, you know, bolster that, that division soon. Um, but yeah, th uh, that's kind of where I'm like, I'm, I'm interested in collision. Um, I really want to see where it's going to go. Um, Same here. I'm kind of excited for it, but I'm kind yeah. of that if it's a flop, then what's going to happen with AEW? Um, in all honesty, I think the better move, this is just me playing fantasy booker right before we right. go off air here is I think Tony should have kept AEW as Dynamite, and he should have called our. It should have been AEW Dynamite and ROH Collision. Collision, I agree. And, and Punk, and, and, Punk and has the history in ROH. You could put him there, and he can be at the the Nightmare at ROH. Yeah, and then you have that op option of you can play. You could have those invasion angles, you know, right. at, at, at your leisure whenever you want to do something. Something, something getting stale. You say, okay, you're leaving. You're going to go over to Dynamite and invade, right. and then you're going to take over. And then these people are going to leave Dynamite and go over to to ROH. So you can always have that interplay, right? Um, of right. Being you know, moving around or trying to invade or or take over that sort of thing. And you could, you know, and you, you have a have reason to watch both shows. Exactly. You have a warring yeah. faction, that type of thing. So it'd be, it'd be interesting if that happened, but it didn't. But as always, uh, the show's about to run out here. We got like 30 seconds to go offline. So I'm going to shoot it over to Swamp Ninja so he can run our socials uh, and run the show. Absolutely. We're probably spending too much time on our phones and social media. Uh, jump on over to Twitter. It's TubityPod for for twitter obviously all all podcasts most options uh let's take a look here iHeartRadio. there's Podbean as you're listening to it right now live but spotify is your jam it's the retro tubity pod it's to uh spring on by most links come from twitter but if you don't want to read nonsense and just like looking at pictures tubity pods so it's usually ranges between tubity pods and the retro tubity podcast now on uh, on tiktok as well just when it's about to get banned so we like to be late in the game but uh <laughs> jump online you're already there who are you kidding twitter at tubity pod and what do you like to tell people before we go there to be as stupid <laughs> there we go she did it Peace. she did it Bees, everybody have a great, a great week and uh, go revisit something from your childhood. It's probably really weird. <laughs>